I am so sweaty. I was just doing a little like sexy photo shoot in my room. Well, you definitely look better than I do. Great for podcasts. (laughs) Catholic aesthetic is honestly iconic. Hi, welcome to Positively Positive. If you're new here, my name is Sarah, and today I'm talking to my friend Trisha. She can be found on her incredibly empowering, hilarious, badass, sex-positive Instagram account, at safe.slut. And today, we're going to dive into some very common vulva problems. I have a feeling that this might get graphic, and honestly, if it does, there is no one I would rather get graphic with. Because in addition to sex positivity, Trisha also has a passion for holistic vulva and vaginal health. So let's do it. Let's talk about what so, so, so many of us will experience at some point or another. Let's talk about UTIs and yeast infections, baby. Welcome, Trisha. Thank you for having me. Where are you from? What is your favorite movie? And are you a dog or a cat person? Wow. So I'm originally from Providence, Rhode Island, um, but I live in New York City now, so I probably consider myself more of a New Yorker than a Providence gal. My favorite movie is Scream. I watch it at least once a month. I can quote the whole thing. And I am definitely a dog person. Me too. I'm I'm highly allergic to cats. I like I do love cats, they're super cute, but I can't really go near them. <laughs> How will yeah. you ever fulfill your your witch? Prophecy? I know. Trust me, I know I me not having a black cat just doesn't make sense but honestly i prefer dogs because you can take them for runs and they're they're just cuter to me yeah okay <laughs> basically i saw a post of yours from like months ago that yeah like i had never seen it was like a little flower herb thing you were talking about like i don't know some herb that you really like and it was like this whole long spiel about utis and yeast infections and stuff and i was like how did i never see this like when she originally posted it. That's where this episode is coming Love. from. Love, I know, I know what you're talking about. The like Don Kai? Don Kai. I always say it wrong, so I get really embarrassed like when I say it, because it's like a traditional Chinese medicine herb. So it's just, I, it's, I'm not going to pronounce it in the accent because I'll just butcher it. But Don Kai is usually how I say it. Okay. I have had a UTI, but I've never had a yeast infection. I'm curious which one you had first. So I was thinking about this earlier and honestly, I don't remember which one's first. I want to say it was a yeast infection. Um, So I had like pretty chronic yeast and UTI infections, like kind of through college a little bit after until I kind of realized what was going on with my body. But yeah, let's go with yeast infection. I think it was yeast infection. (laughs) Okay. I've never had one, but I know they're super common. Like all my friends have had them. And I know that it's a fungal infection and it can cause Mm -hmm. irritation, discharge, itchiness, redness, blah, blah, blah. What was your experience like? So I feel like when I first got them, I never have like in any situation besides UTIs, like even herpes and stuff, my symptoms are never like super intense and I tend to ignore things. I'm like, it will just, if you ignore it, it will go away, which is (laughs) a very bad attitude and I've changed that. So I would just kind of, if it wasn't too bad, I would just deal with it. like who has time to go to doctors and whatnot but normally i would get chunky discharge used that's like the main symptom and then you just feel like super itchy that's the only symptoms i've ever had except for i had a yeast infection a couple months ago and you can also get a rash and i had a rash so yeah i've heard about that like cottage cheese like discharge i feel like that's the disgusting metaphor that we always hear yeah (laughs) 
it's yeah it's cute super cute um but now since i'm like so on top of it i actually whenever i go to doctors or like i have to go to urgent care every two weeks to get tested for covid so i usually am just like can you stock me up on like yeast infection stuff like herpes meds so i always have something on hand funny enough that we're talking about this right now i have a yeast infection right now hey you know what fuck it i have a herpes outbreak right now we love it <laughs> That's so amazing. do you have any idea what was causing your yeast infections? Yes. So I know exactly why I have this one right now. It's been nice outside. So I've been biking to work. I knew this was going to happen since I'm like working all day. I'm like sweaty. I didn't have time to shower right away. That's just like bacteria can just like form there and throw off your pH and whatnot. So I knew that was going to happen, but I can't help it because it was just so beautiful out and I had to bike. But yeah, it's pretty mild. So it's not a big deal. But usually for me, I've asked doctors about this and they are like, no, that's not true. I think it's stress related. I think my body, when I'm super stressed, it brings on herpes, yeast, and UTIs. I mean, and, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, herpes we know, but doctors, whenever I've asked them, they've been like, no, that's not true. And I'm like, I know in my body it's true. <laughs> well, one thing that I was reading about yeast infections is that an impaired immune system can contribute. And if you're fucking stressed, right. stress blows our immune system. Like we all know yeah, that. Stress is the worst thing, for, like literally the worst. It ruins everything. <laughs> but yeah, so digestion is, and like gut health, diet plays a huge part in it. Um, if you do get chronic yeast infections, it's really good to avoid sugar that like even includes fruit, which is really hard for me. Oh my God. So yeah, there's like a whole like candida diet that you can do. I personally have such a hard time with it because I try to, I just like feel like I eat really balanced and I just like love fruit. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> Yeah, my friend actually, the candida diet just reminded me. So my friend had a really bad rash on her chest and she didn't know what the fuck mm -hmm. was going on. And she went to the doctor and the doctor was like, yeah, it's yeast, go off yeah. sugar. And she was like, go off sugar? But she did for like two months, which again, I could never fucking do I can't. I a smoothie every single day. Like natural sugar is my life and peanut butter. And I, I feel like it's wrong to not eat fresh fruit. How, like, I just think that's unhealthy to not eat it. Yeah, I don't know, but I can't. She did I don't it. know. My friend did it and her chest did clear up. So, but like, fuck, yeah. that sucks if you get them Cause, chronically. Yeah, because I, because obviously when you think of yeast infection, you think of like vaginal. But I remember learning in um, esthetician school that like various like skin issues, a lot of it yeast can be on like the tongue, show up on the body, even in like the scalp area. Very interesting. Hmm. And yeah. it's funny you talked about the bike because I remember my mom would always tell me and I feel like everyone's mom I feel like this is common knowledge that like after swimming lessons you have to take your bathing suit off right away and like yes. I don't think my mom ever told me that it was because I would get a yeast infection because we didn't talk about vulvas um but um <laughs> like I always knew that I had to do that I didn't really know why and then the thing about tight clothing I remember well, I don't know I must have been like 11 or 12 and you know, Britney Spears was all the rage, right? And obviously she wore super, super tight, low rise pants. And I just remember an adult making a comment when I was in the room, like, oh, looks like a yeast infection. <laughs> and then I remember whenever I would wear my super tight jeans, which obviously I had and still have to this day, um, I'd be like, okay, don't get a Britney yeast infection, which is such a bad like <laughs> image to have, but that's the comment but, I remember. I know, but like, and I know exactly what you're talking about when you say that, like everyone knows those low rise jeans, super tight. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, so I actually like made a change of, 
I usually wear dresses or leggings, which leggings are tight and I shouldn't be wearing them every day, but um, to bed, I don't wear anything. I'll wear like a t-shirt, but like no underwear, no sweatpants, like you gotta let it air out. Yeah, It's really good for you. Mm-hmm. Maxi skirts in the summer. Hello, friend. Yes, that is the vibe, except I also put, um, if you have thick thighs, put deodorant, in be- natural deodorant in between your thighs so you don't get chub rub. Mm. So pro tip. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to say about yeast infections, and I know you have opinions on doctors, which I want to get to. <laughs> I even, so I've had a few doctors point out to me that I have like excess yeast, but it has never ever given me a problem. And like the first time I was getting a pap test from a male doctor who was like kind of a prick and it was like a walk-in. I didn't know him. I mean, I'm glad I didn't know him, but I never went back because I was like on the table and thank God there was like a, a female nurse with him, but he was like, oh, what's with the yeast? Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, sir, you fucking tell me. I didn't go to medical school <laughs> and I don't think that I have any problems. Like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. I can't believe he said that. Yeah. It was- I'm shook. It was, I was so uncomfortable. Like, obviously it's already an uncomfortable situation. This random dude is staring in between my legs. But like, I walked out What did he say after? Nothing, like nothing. I was just, I remember I was like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. Cause I didn't fucking know. And I was like 20 years old at the time. And like, I just walked out feeling like confused and like weird and like, I feel like violated is a strong word, but also like, I don't know, his bedside manner was just like non-existent. And right. And that's important, especially, especially as like a male gynecologist, like you have to be super aware of how you're coming off. And like, that's, I'm, ugh. Yeah. I feel like if this happened to either of us now, we would say something. I feel like before I would be like, okay, like, but now I'm like, hell no, I'm going to put my clothes on and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, yeah. complaining is a real thing that you can do. I still have a hard time with it, but you know. Because then you have to change where you go and don't think- It's hard. You. Yeah, it's hard. That's what it's I'm a whole I don't process. know anything. Yeah. I still am in the process of getting a gynecologist since I moved. Like it's so stressful. <laughs> okay, let's move on to UTIs, something I actually do yes. have experience with. So I'm just gonna tell the story of my, the first time I got a UTI. I actually haven't gotten one since then, but I was with my first boyfriend and we hadn't had sex that day, but I was hanging out at his house and I remember being on the couch and we were just watching TV and I was so uncomfortable and I felt like I had to pee so badly. So I went to the bathroom and nope, no fucking pee. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay. And then I went back and I sat down two minutes later. No bitch, you have to pee now. I probably did that back and forth between the bathroom like five or six times before I was like, He was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then I was like, how do I get out of this apartment? Because I was young, I was 19. I didn't really know how to exit situations gracefully with men yet. I was just like, you know, um, my little brother just texted me and he locked his keys in the house and he can't get in. So I have to to go let him in. And he definitely did not believe me, but I ended up going to the doctor and she just gave me antibiotics and then I was fine. But it's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, I have a lot of, I have some good UTI stories, honestly. I definitely feel like I've had more 
like more UTIs frequently than yeast infections. I also think that UTIs are more painful than herpes outbreaks. It's just so much more uncomfortable. Because it's like internal pain almost. Exactly, exactly. And I also always am scared that I have, like I'm gonna have like a kidney infection and then just like roll over and die. Like I just like freak myself out. Cause if you don't take care of the UTI, it can like manifest into the kidneys and just like fuck shit up. So if you have one, go get antibiotics for it. But Whenever I used to get a UTI and I would take antibiotics, I would get a yeast infection after. Right, because antibiotics are another thing that fucks yeah. up your, your vaginal pH and all that good yes. bacteria. Yes, so two stories of how I learned how to cure my own UTIs. Um, so I'm a makeup artist, so I was doing a wedding for the bride, the mother, five bridesmaids. And I had a UTI, so obviously it was like the worst situation because I'm just like working for five hours straight. And so I was telling the bride casually, I, I knew who she was, she was a friend, so it's fine. But um, she was like, oh my God, like I used to get them all the time. I take this powder called D-Manos, take a little bit, put it in a glass of water, drink it, wait 20 to 30 minutes and then chug a huge thing of water. So she gave it to me because she had on hand because she used to get chronic ones. Um, and then it, it worked, I felt like amazing after. Um, so since then that's cured all of my UTIs. I also take it after I have sex because it's just, it just helps flush everything out. What is it Another, called? D-Manos, it's like D hyphen M-A-N-N-O-S-E. You can get it at Whole Foods, it's just a powder. There's also pill forms, I believe, but. I think, I think the powder is more effective in my opinion. But another reason I would get so many, obviously it's from sex, but I was dating this guy who was uncircumcised, which is fine, but he wasn't super hygienic. And when you're not circumcised, you have to be like extra clean. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. And then- I, Sorry, I cut you off. I'm just like, <laughs> that's fine. not the prettiest was, picture. No, it was long year of UTIs. Oh God. <laughs> a stupid reason why I got a UTI once. My boyfriend at the time and I were eating sushi. You know how wasabi is really spicy and whatever? We were like, oh, I wonder if like we put it on my clit, if it will like tingle and- <gasps> No. <laughs> so he went down on me with wasabi in his mouth and I immediately got a UTI. Like I woke up and I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that, you know, you have an Instagram account called Safe Slot. I don't know why I'm surprised, but I, that's, that's risky business, ma'am. Yeah, I was 22. I didn't know better. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah, it was not cute. So I feel like you and I, obviously from experience, know what a UTI is. I just want to, for anyone listening, a UTI is when bacteria gets into your urethra, which is where you pee from. And then like Trisha was saying, if you don't deal with that bacteria, it travels up and can affect your kidney, which is when you're really fucked. So we're going to the doctor. We're drinking, mm -hmm. what is it called again? D-Manos. D-Manos. I am so curious because that, like if you just have that at home, that sounds like a lot easier than going to the doctor and being on a exactly. And it's And you can use it as preventative. I know people who take it a lot, but I, I'm always the type of person that's like, I don't like to abuse mm -hmm. supplements and herbs. So like I'll take it when I think I need it sparingly. Um, after sex, also pee after sex. That's honestly one of the main things. We all should know this by now. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> that was that was hard for me back in the day. Okay. And then I also just feel like new new partners. My doctor told me when I had a UTI, he was like, yeah, a new partner, sometimes you can just get one because it's like new semen or whatever. Like, I don't know, that seems kind of weird, but. Yeah, just a new person. I, like maybe yeah. they have a different en environmental and microbiome thing. Thi yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy stuff, get checked everyone and pee after sex. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious 
how has your experience we talked a little bit about it but like your experience with doctors in general and this stuff like because yeah i know that you are all about like taking shit into your own hands and dealing it with yourself was there a reason or is it just because you were tired of like going to the fucking doctor all the time pretty much tired from doctor like there's been times where i like haven't had health insurance so it's just like i can't afford it um it's for me it's just easier i'm I'm constantly busy just taking the time to go do something like that just is a lot for me and then also just like doctors sometimes like especially with herpes like you know this like they don't really know anything so I'm just like if I can take care of it myself I'll just do it. UTIs and yeast infections though they've been pretty good with just like I would just go in and be like I have a yeast infection like you don't have to check I know can you just prescribe me what I need and they're like yeah. So stuff like that is good. I did also have a male gynecologist once who was super dope which I think is maybe more on the rare side. He was great and he was super knowledgeable. I remember getting tested one time and he was like, he even corrected me and I was like, I want to get tested. I don't know what I said, but he was like, no, don't say it like that. Say it, I'm looking to see if I have a clean bill of health or something. Okay. So I was like, cool. He was telling me to like proper STI language. Um, and then he was like, yeah. And you know, if you have syphilis, I want to party with you. He was like, no one gets syphilis anymore. Ugh. It was just like, like being funny, like just to make me feel better. And he was the one who like diagnosed me with HPV and was like, don't even worry about it. Like you're fine. So yeah, he was cool. That's amazing. If you get syphilis, yeah. I want to party with you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's Great hot. <laughs> Did you get his number? <laughs> uh, when I was in the room, I saw that he had his family photo with his wife. So I was like, maybe, maybe another time. All right. Fine, whatever, married doctor. Is there anything else you want to say about um, yeast infections or UTIs that we didn't get to? Um, I actually took some notes, so let me just make sure we covered everything. Oh, for yeast infections, I highly recommend taking a daily probiotic. Um, there's like gummy ones you can take. Those are bullshit, don't take that. The ones that you need to take are ones, it's like you go to Whole Foods in the refri like refrigerated section in the like herbal self-care area. I can, I don't remember the name of the one I take. It's really great and it's like pretty cheap too. I can like send it to you after so we can like link it or something. You don't like to abuse um, supplements or anything. So is a prebiotic Except that, that you take yeah. every day? Probiotic every day. That's the one thing that I'm like, regardless, I take it every, when you first wake up is best for it to um, absorb in your body. I hear about them and like my aunt rambles about them, but I've just, you know, lived with her for a long time in my life and I tune her out sometimes. So what does the... <laughs> What does a prebiotic do? Prebiotic and probiotic are different. Probiotics, you should have both, but I take a probiotic to help with yeast infections. It just helps with your gut health. So it's kind of like drinking kombucha, but like times a thousand, essentially. Your gut health is also related to everything. It's just good to keep it balanced. Probiotics are bacteria. So it's just keeping that good bacteria in there. Some people take boric acid for yeast infections, which has worked. I know people love it. I actually have some, I've never used it because it not only kills the bad bacteria, it kills the good bacteria. Mm. So that's why I'm like, I don't want to like ruin my entire like flora. So if it comes down to it, I'm like curious to try it, but I probably would recommend taking a probiotic and getting a ton of like eating a ton of yogurt and stuff while you're using boric acid, you're going to use it. Cool. Do we have yeah. any more of your notes? Shower immediately after you work out. It's like one line that I wrote. <laughs> Cause yeah, when, or like when I go to the beach, if I go swimming, immediately take off my bathing suit and put on underwear. Religiously, I'm like, look like such a loser. Cause I like put, not only do I do that, I also wear full clothes in the sun, so. Well, you're pretty fair, like me also. I burn, um, I put on so much sunscreen, I burn immediately. So it's just, it's not even worth it. Like. 
Yeah, I have a hat, like one of those giant sun hat that like extends a foot from my face. <laughs> yes, I don't, so, I don't want wrinkles. I was told, and who the fuck knows if this is accurate or not, that like most sun damage is done already by your mid twenties. I've heard that as well. So I'm like, deuces in the clear. Like, I'm not, I, oh my God, I was always outside with no such when I was younger, being a crazy bitch. So oh we'll see. <laughs> so, because this happened to me when I got diagnosed with HSV, herpes, everyone listening knows that already. I remember Googling the symptoms and I was so back and forth between like, I have a yeast infection. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, I have herpes. No, I'm going to die. No, I have yeast infections. No, I have herpes. Because so many of the STIs have the same symptoms. Yeast infection, you look it right. up, it's like itching, burning, redness. And you're like, why the fuck do these all have the same symptoms? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious how you, like maybe how quickly you got to the doctor or how you knew it was something different when you got HSV. Yeah, so I feel like the night before I had like sores, I remember that whole night I was so itchy and I was like, I was like, okay, I had sex a few days before. I was like, I have a yeast infection. But what I thought was weird was this never happens to me. I was like, my butthole was itchy, like in, in addition to my vulva. And I was like, huh, that's weird. That's never happened. So I went to yoga the next morning and was just like, I just like felt off. Like so I was like, something's weird. Um, and then I got home and I made my roommates like look in my vulva and they were like, you're fine. There's nothing, you're, you're totally fine. You're totally fine. And then I was like, there's like two, there was like two sores and they're like, it could be anything. So I didn't really Google anything. I didn't even, I don't even think herpes crossed my mind. I was just like, there's something. So I immediately went to urgent care and found out right then. So it didn't take me like too long. Like I didn't, I wasn't like whatever, like brooding over, not brooding, that's the right word, but. You weren't in the wormhole. Yeah, I wasn't like letting it simmer and just waiting for it to go away. I was like, no, let's just go take care of this. Nice. So, yeah. Okay, so I have no segue. Um, I just wanted to talk about <laughs> witchcraft and what that means for you and how it comes up in your life. Yeah. Um, so I always feel like it's like hard to define because I just feel like it has so many aspects. But I feel like overall, it's mainly just about like self-empowerment. Again, like taking everything into your own hands. And I know this is a buzzword, but like manifesting shit for yourself along with manifesting. It's also doing the work and like actually getting your shit together and like fucking doing it. But yeah, like doing witchcraft through like rituals and like journaling intention setting. I just feel like it's all about like self-love and self-care, honestly. Yeah, I was listening to, I sent you a podcast, shout out to other people's lives with Greg Dybeck and Joe Sanagato. And they do this podcast where they get other people to talk about their lives anonymously. And one girl came on about witchcraft and like the comments were all like, she's not a real witch. And like, she's not like I practicing the ancient everyone, and i was like mm. yeah i mean everyone does their own thing i've also been like reading about people like appropriating other cultures witchcraft stuff which is true i used to light sage and stuff and now you shouldn't be doing that because it's like not my culture's form of witchcraft and like cleansing and stuff so i've recently been researching italian witchcraft that's like probably a whole podcast for another time because it's so correlated with like catholicism which i grew up catholic so i'm I was, so sorry i know it's crazy but i love it catholic aesthetic is honestly iconic that's also another thing for another day. But yeah, so just researching that and like kind of making my own rituals from my own culture as opposed to like just being like, ooh, like these crystals, blah, blah, blah. You know, and like not really knowing where things are coming from. I, th I think it's important to know um, like your family's history and learning customs from where you came from. The witchy vibe, like it's in and like, 
I don't like when people are like, oh, you're just doing it because it's trendy. Like, yeah, because it's fucking Which cool. Which I'm like, one, it's cool. The aesthetic's amazing. So like, yes, we're all into it. And then I'm also like, who cares if this person's not practicing it the way you practice it or like blah, blah, blah. The fact is we're all doing it and it's the form of fighting the patriarchy. It's probably trendy because we're all getting back our female energy. That's, I don't know, we're all banding together, all of that. I want to tell a story about this ritual I did because I think about it all the fucking time and everyone who listens, you like, you know, I'm practical and I'm logical and like even the word ritual to me, I'm like, okay, calm down. But (laughs) (laughs) the results like were actually undeniable. So I was like, fuck it. Let me go all out with this intention setting. I made this bowl of water with flower petals and glitter from the dollar store and i dropped some lube in there because one of my goals was to have amazing sex and i figured lube would support those intentions so Mm -hmm. drop it in there and i wasn't sure (laughs) fuck it i wasn't sure if i was gonna share this part but i was on my period when i was doing it and it was a full moon so i was like put a drop of blood in there i had to you have to i put some blood in there And then I let it sit out in the full moon overnight. And then the next day I let it sit out in the sunshine too. Cause I was like, "Mm, they said only overnight, but I want this to have like happy, fun sunshine vibes also. Just for balance. And I remember I made three goals and honestly, I don't remember the third one. The first one was work related. And like, I just had to finish something that was like such like a psyche block for me. And I finished it after I did that. I gave myself two or three months to have incredible, incredible sex. And then within a month and a half, I'd had it. And I was like, holy fuck, Mm -hmm. this all happened a lot sooner than I expected. But like, honestly, I think it's because I put so much fucking effort into that intention. And when you put that much into it, it's gonna like permeate your psyche. Oh, also, no, exactly. Also, I put it after, so it wasn't a bowl. And then after I wanted to keep it to like remind me. So I put it in a kombucha bottle, which because you mentioned I kombucha. I'm like, this is the most millennial fuck thing I'm I've obsessed. ever Did done. Did you know that you made a witch bottle without even knowing you made a witch bottle? No, I don't know what a witch bottle is. Yeah, that's what it is. Like pretty much like your, yeah, your intentions. You, like you put your period blood in there. That's a witch bottle. I fucking love that bottle and it's still like That's... on my my windowsill and I like flip it upside down every day so that the glitter like goes back throughout the whole bottle. That's amazing. I love it. That's awesome. But yeah, no, what you're saying is so correct. Like every time that I write something down and like really like do yes, yeah, do some sort of ritual with it, like really put it out there in the universe, like I swear, like it literally always happens. Um, one time I did this like little ritual. I got out of like a really bad relationship so i just like wrote down like a list of 10 qualities i wanted in a dude meditated on it like cute little full moon ritual a month later i was dating someone who had like exactly what i wanted so shit's real i think also like putting that much effort into our intentions we also stop accepting shit that doesn't line up with that yeah exactly you're like this is what i want this is you know, you're putting it out there and you're not settling. So another thing that I think um, is probably gonna be way too woo-woo for you, I do a lot of distance Reiki on clients and like I'll be able to feel what's going on. So I worked on someone who was having her first outbreak and I was just like kind of over her sacral chakra and I was like, oof, I felt so much weight on her right side. And then I messaged her after and I was like, is your outbreak on your right side? And she was like, holy shit, yes. And it's just weird how I can feel certain things in the body and just, so that's like another like witchy healing aspect, which is like another good element. And then same with like tarot. I'm slowly, I 
still have to like look up what like all the cards mean when I do it, but it's still like a nice like intuitive thing um, that all seems to like relate whenever I do them for clients and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think all this stuff, anything really, it's like if you decide that it means something, then it fucking does. And that I think does yeah. change something in our brain. Yeah, totally agree, totally agree. So on that note of intention setting and empowerment and self-love and not fucking settling for things that don't align. Is there anything else you want to say? I have to talk about sex magic, honestly. Please, please <laughs> talk about sex magic. I feel like just like the main idea is like set your intention and have an orgasm or just masturbate. Honestly, that's really helpful. Like, and also just like masturbation, just like connecting to your body and whatnot. Obviously, I feel like we all know this, like if you get herpes or any STI, like it's the best way to come back into yourself and like feel confident again. But use that when you're when you're doing your next ritual. Do the ritual and then masturbate. Yes, so much power. <laughs> I have a yeah. friend, a friend, she won't mind me telling this story, it's fine. It's actually, if anyone has listened to everything, it's the friend that I was scared to tell that I had herpes, her. I think I called her E, I'll just call her E again. She, I gave her that book, Pussy Reclamation by Regina mm -hmm. Thompson, mm -hmm. and she's starting to get through it. She's having a bit of a, a rough go, but like I came over to her house one day and she was like, oh my God, Sarah, I have to tell you and you're the only one I can tell. And I was like, bitch, what? She's like, I masturbated for like hours <laughs> the other day and I'm coming out of my depression and like, I just feel so fucking amazing. And like, I orgasmed like 500 times and I didn't know that I could do that in this book. And she just like went on a like <gasps> 10 oh, minute yes. monologue about mm -hmm. masturbation. And she was just glowing. And like, like I said, she was like having a bit of a rough go. And like, after that, like, she just like, I don't know, she, she like, not like she changed like obviously rough goes don't just like go away overnight but like mm -hmm. it did change her mindset and like just connecting to herself like reminded her like she has so much power and she was like you know it's like I don't even I get to invite someone else into that energy and I don't not have it without them like I have it all by myself and I was just like yes bitch exactly I love that I love that see yeah even before like before herpes like I still like masturbated like 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 all the time but it never was like a ritual like it never was like it was just like me just having an orgasm now it's sort of like it's like self like a self-love thing now I'm like yes this is me I don't need anyone else I'm focusing just on myself that's such a great book honestly it's yeah I mean everyone knows I fucking love that book yeah. um okay Trisha thank you so much where can they yes. find you um so I am safe.slut on Instagram um and then my website is safeslut.shop yeah and just shameless friend promotion because i said i did have an outbreak i have trisha's um hsv oil which is called goddess oil I have it on right now i'm using it after i go to the bathroom because pee is acidic and it burns and this helps it not yay <laughs> i'm so sweaty <laughs> thanks for listening Share this link far and wide, leave five-star reviews, and follow me on Instagram at Positively Positive Podcast. Check out the website, PositivelyPositivePodcast.com, for reliable HSV resources and options to support the podcast or say thanks. Buy me a coffee, join the Patreon, or get yourself a Positively Positive sticker. If you just want to say hi, email me at PositivelyPositivePodcast at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail on Anchor. I'm out here, okay? It will always be me reading all your messages. You are not alone. 
I'm living positively positive and you can too. Thank you.